sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Fleet Flap Radio, powered by Victory Custom Trailers, starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to show number two of our uh, Monday Fun Day Motorsports Doubleheader here on Race Chaser Radio, the Performance Motorsports Network. My name is Tom Baker. This is Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll tell you more about uh, the good folks at Victory Custom Trailers a little bit later on in the program. We are, again, broadcasting live from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Joining me in the studio, Peter Strada, who is uh, left over from the Inside Pass show that we just finished uh, airing here on uh the Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. Peter it writes for the Sports Journal. And, of course, James Mellick, our old reliable producer, um, is in the studio with us as well. We have Jason Reichert joining us at uh, 8.15. And if you're wondering who is Jason Reichert, Jason is um, a young man from the West Coast who already has 15 championships in open wheel and sports car racing. And he is a rapidly rising young star in the uh, left and right world. So we're going to talk to him. And the cool thing is you're all going to get a little bit of an education about some of the mid-level sports car series where you can go racing for as little as about three grand a race and run tracks like Daytona and Charlotte and uh, Sebring and Coda. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a really cool deal, and it's and it's I think for a lot of you, it's going to be the first time you're really hearing about it. So we'll get to that when Jason comes on. But we're going to start the show with some uh, NASCAR talk, and I want to focus on um, something that's happening in the Xfinity series because Santino Ferrucci is coming over from IndyCar, Peter, and. This is really an intriguing thing to me because Santino comes from an open wheel background from go-karts all the way up. He's been open wheel there. He's done no stock car racing whatsoever other than on iRacing. And uh, it's, it's really interesting. He's going to run for Sam Hunt racing. We're going to try to get Sam and hopefully Santino in here um, to do one of these shows uh, on the Race Chaser Radio Network and the Performance Motorsports Network before too long. But um, this is a really interesting pairing. What do you think we should expect from Santino in 2021? I think Santino is certainly a bright young talent among American drivers, period. I think whether he continues the IndyCar path or the NASCAR path, I think Big things are in his future. It just depends on what team he gets with. He had a competitive ceiling in IndyCar with Dale Coyne Racing because they were a lower-level team. They're not going to regularly compete and contend against the Penske's or Ganassi's or Andretti's of IndyCar. And I feel like Sam Hunt Racing is a bit of the same in Xfinity. They're not a top-level team. They're not a junior motorsports. They're not a Joe Gibbs Racing. But I think given enough seat time, maybe a year or two, if he's still committed to running stock cars, I think... Sam Hunt and TRD, their backing can can prove uh, big things and give uh, good results. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, SHR is a very hardworking team. I've known Sam Hunt a while, and he really has put his heart and soul into building this program. And I think, again, as NASCAR get, goes forward and the new cup business model takes over, and I think you're probably going to see eventually some changes to the Xfinity series even, too, with regards to the cars, I would guess – to make them standard to the cup car. But um, until then, I think this is a good opportunity. Again, nobody's going to expect a ton out of Santino, so I don't think there's a lot of pressure on him. I think if he just comes out and tells himself, look, I've got to learn, I've got to, I've got to, because it's going to be about managing a car. This isn't IndyCar where it's, you know, all out for 200 laps or whatever. This is about management, and he's got to learn a different mindset and learn patience and learn that he doesn't have to lead every lap. Um, if he can just get finishes in the beginning of the year and log laps and not, you know, not crash a lot, um, then I think this team has the chance to be uh, a little bit of a surprise in the Xfinity series. So I think it's cool that uh, – that this is happening. Sam's a great guy, and I think Santino is a really – it's kind of a Noah Gregson-esque personality. He's kind of got that beaker hairstyle going. Um, and, uh, you know, he's – but he's he's just a really 
fun guy, and I think he'll breathe some energy into the Xfinity series. So that's um, I wanted. <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to start there. The other big uh, story, I think, Anthony Alfredo making the jump to Cup with Front Row Motorsports. Now, for me, this is a great business decision because he goes to the Cup Series and. Ford, uh, now he's in the greater Ford family, but I think the biggest thing that I like about this is that Front Row Motorsports wanted to trend younger. Anthony sort of fell into um, this opportunity when John Hunter Nemechek left, and not a lot's going to be expected from the young driver they call Fast Pasta this year. So anything he does that's good is a bonus. I think it's the perfect opportunity, even though he probably could have used another year of Xfinity. Might as well learn in the big series uh, as opposed to the middle one. Of course, if someone offers you a cup ride over a part-time Xfinity or truck offer, you take the cup ride just for experience, just to be in the big show on Sundays and hopefully catch the eye of a big-time owner for, like, Rick Hendrick, Joe Gibbs, whomever. Yeah, I think think this is a really good fit. Um, and, And again, this group at Front Row, when we hit the reset in 2022... At least in theory, everybody's equal for a little while. Anthony will already have a year under his belt. No, by the way, David Reagan is signed for a one-race deal with Front Row to drive the 36 Ford for the Daytona 500. And that's a great mentor for Anthony to have at Daytona as he makes his first start in that race to have David Reagan. He's a great super speedway racer. It's perfect. Definitely. The more teammates you have out there in the draft, the better. And he's with Ford, who's taking the manufacturer alliance drafting to the top level. I mean, they're the best at working together, the corporate alliances, the Penske's, the Roush's, the everyone front row. And I think he'll be up front at times throughout the duel or throughout the 500. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting. So those are a couple of the top NASCAR stories. Now we've got some conversation going on as to whether – the Indy 500 going to take place on Memorial Day weekend is scheduled this year, or they may put it off again uh, to ensure that they have a full crowd. Um, which would you rather see, a reduced crowd in May on Memorial Weekend or a full crowd later in the year? You can't mess with tradition with the Indy 500, and it happening in August last year just felt so weird. And it going it up did. against a NASCAR race, a playoff deciding race, have you my have you a late regular season race where jimmy johnson was contending i believe it just felt so awkward having to have two tvs watching both races at the same time (laughs) yeah having limited or no fans is part of the world we live in and no one likes it but i'd rather have it on memorial sunday yeah i would too to be honest i think uh the idea of running the indy 500 later in the year again it it just fell flat last year It wasn't even a very good race to be honest but um, I think to see it Memorial Weekend, even if it has to be a reduced crowd, you got to get that tradition back. Um, the Penske organization was robbed of that this year because of COVID, their first year as owners of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So I would love to see just a huge Memorial Day weekend deal. And maybe we'll get lucky enough that um, they can have the full crowd even in May. We'll just have to see how things go. Uh, but certainly, I think the Indy 500 needs to be uh, back in its slot if it can. Now, um, looking, <coughs> excuse me, looking at F1, I think that we've got a couple of things here to focus on. But the one that I'm most intrigued by is the fact that, you know, yes, it this is still Lewis Hamilton's series. The question I have for you with F1 is, who do you think steps up next year? A lot of drivers have moved around. Who do you think steps up as being the closest driver to challenge Lewis Hamilton in 2021? I think George Russell. I think he's determined as he'll ever be after that one start he had in the Mercedes car. And he really put on a clinic that day until the Bosch pit stop late. That was his race to win. And... I think that'll just fuel his fire, and I think at times this year he'll outperform even Max Verstappen, his very experienced teammate over there at Red Bull. I think that Red Bull organization, if nothing else, it's going to be fun to watch. I don't know how close they're going to get to Lewis Hamilton most of the year, but I think that that could be a lot of fun to watch. George and Max are, are good friends, and they've got huge personalities. If you follow them on their social media, especially Instagram, those guys are nuts. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of young talent in F1 coming in now. Um, and I think to have Mick Schumacher running for uh, 
uh, for Haas is going to be a huge addition to the series because while that team is still struggling with performance, to have Mick Schumacher in one of your cars and let him kind of grow into the series, number one, it jumpstarts your organization. Number two, it gives you a driver you can actually build around. I, I mean, I don't want to say they're going to be fantastic out of the box, but this could be a team that, that could really be interesting to watch after about halfway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mick Schumacher, I believe he was the F2 champion this year. And, yeah, he has a Schumacher last name, so it's like an Earnhardt or an Elliott entering the series. But I think with his talent alone, he can propel that Haas car into the top 10, into the points more often, if they can get their reliability issues under control. And by the way, um, you, you've you've got Pietro Fittipaldi out there still trying to find something to race in 2021. Lots of rumors that uh, maybe IndyCar may be his future. And personally, I'd rather see that than see him in F1, though I would imagine he probably would prefer to be across the pond. But um, I just think that uh, Pietro would make a great IndyCar racer and, again, a big name for that series, uh, especially with the road course uh, emphasis that they have this year, just uh, three ovals that they're running. So should be interesting. Peter Strada, I appreciate you stopping by and hanging around for the first segment here of Lead Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll let you uh, scoot on out and we'll get ready as we transition to some road course conversation. Don't miss this. How to go road course racing for three grand a race at Daytona coming up right after these words. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Oh, no snapping here between segments. Welcome back to League Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll tell you more about them in a moment. Uh, but first, we're going to go to the phone line and welcome Jason Reichert with us. Uh, Jason's out of uh, the LV. Nevada, that's Las Vegas, for those of you not in the know, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada area. And uh, Jason is a 15-time champion, and he's only like, uh, what, 20? What, how old are you now, Jay- Jason? I'm 21. Thanks yeah, okay. for having me on. I appreciate it. Sure, yeah. We, uh, we're always glad to have you back on. And uh, I know that uh, when when we first had you on, you were, you had just won – I think it was the first time you had won the SECA runoffs in, what was it, F-1600 or something? What were you running back then? Uh, Formula Continental or F-1000. Okay, uh, okay yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then um, and, and then we had you on once last year, too. Now, you've, you've kind of switched over, at least for now, to the sports car d- discipline and... You've run a bunch of different series. There's, and I want to talk about this because I think there would be a lot of people in our audience who really would like to understand how they can go racing at a track like Daytona or Sebring or Coda or Indy or Charlotte or wherever um, for about three to four grand a race. Now, we should preface this by saying that, you know, you can't just come out of the grandstand and fork over three grand and get in the car and go race. You've got to have a little bit of experience. Um, But in this type of an environment, there are a number of series where that's possible. Now I kind of call it the mid-level sports car series um, discipline or whatever. And there's about four or five of these series. Can you kind of in a minute or two, explain a little bit about the various series and um, how all that, works and leads up to uh, your progression towards series like IMSA and maybe the Trans Am series? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're if you're new to racing or you want to get or you've done a few track days and you want to get into, into a more competitive uh, type of racing like endurance racing, you can absolutely run into champ cars, do a few track days uh, with, uh, with some track day groups, and then once you get enough experience where you feel pretty comfortable on the track, feel comfortable with having guys on guys overtaking you overtaking cars on track you can uh contact champ car and they're, they're able to find you some arrive and drive teams uh same thing with the world racing league and with uh 24 hours of london series now you have those series and then you've got you've got nasa not the same as the space people um you've got the nasa series you've got scca um all of these series essentially are uh, similar in that, again, you you need only a you know a modicum of experience. I would recommend starting out at uh, maybe one of the local tracks that would run like the SCCA Regional Series or whatever. Do some of that for a little while, and then you know go out uh, and get into some of these other series. But what I love about these is again, it's very affordable. You're running on the same tracks that the bigger series do, and it's a great way to get experience in that type of a discipline and you can fairly easily work your way up if you're good right yeah absolutely you know if you get if you can do a few champ car races do pretty well pretty good awareness out there you can step into the world racing league and there's some there's some pro level teams out there like the team i drive for hammer motorsports there's they have some crazy crazy insta cars and there's some other teams that also that, that can do arrive and drive programs for you so it's cool. You can get like a Porsche uh, Club Sport car, the same car they'll run in the Michelin Pilot Sport Championship in IMSA, and it's a lot less a uh, lot less cost than it would be to run run an actual IMSA series. Now, you actually, as we talked about, you you kind of made your name first in the open wheel stuff. What led you over into the sports car side of this? I was just looking at. Uh, I just got a really good opportunity racing with Eurotech for a couple of races at the very end of my end of the open season in December. And after doing those, I had so much fun. I decided to to try to take it a step further. I did a couple of champ car races, so a little low, like lower lower discipline of of the series. And then me and AOA Racing kind of got into got into the championship hunt. We ended up winning the overall championship. So it was a very productive year, but. 
just the opportunity to get in sports car racing is a lot bigger than you find an open wheel. Well, it, and there's a lot more opportunity to race. I mean, you can kind of, you know, mix and match between the series if you can get opportunities to do so. Some teams do multiple series um, and are open to doing different things. Um, and the cool thing about this is that when you get to the higher levels of which the World Racing League is kind of the Xfinity level for this type of racing, right? That's kind of the last stop before you get into the IMSA series. They A lot of these series have, you could have three pros and then they have an amateur driver. And so it gives an opportunity for somebody, if you're good enough, to actually climb the ladder and be able to, to find your way into um, the races like, um, you know, obviously Rolex and such um, as kind of an amateur before you, you you actually get to the top level, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's another cool aspect of it. If, you, if you're if you at any given champ car event, there's a good chance a professional driver will show up just doing a, on one of his off weekends, just doing a fun race. You'll be on track with some pretty legendary drivers. Uh, one of them that that regular is also a series is Randy Pope. You'll you'll see him at the track almost every weekend. So if you're if you're entering a champ car race or a lucky dog race especially, there's a really good chance you'll run into him. And I've actually had the opportunity to compete against him several times. It's really, really cool. Especially when I was first getting into it to be able to race really legendary drivers is right out of the gate. Yeah, we had a race uh here just not long ago at Coda where uh, we had uh, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick and Kaz Grala all um, compete in that event. And I think that was obviously a little bit of a, a way for them to get to know that particular course before uh, NASCAR goes there in 2021. But as you say, those types of series are good feeder series. Now, w- when you're running, if you go run a champ car race, it's a little different than running an oval race like what a lot of our people are used to. You actually get two races in one weekend, and most of them are you know, six hours or longer in length, right? Yeah, you know, your typical race is eight hours on Saturday, eight hours on Sunday, and there's a lot of cool events that you'll enter where it's 14 hours and it's full day, and you race through the night, and those are always really cool to do. And there's a few 24-hour races you can run. I know this year I'll be doing the 24 hours of Sebring and the 24 hours of Watkins Glen. Oh, wow. The World Racing League Series. I'm really, really excited for those ones. They're that's my favorite. The long combined races are really, really cool to do. Yeah. And of course you, you obviously have multiple drivers on the team, just like they do uh, in the IMSA series. So um, it's a great opportunity. If you've got, um, you know, you get a group of two or three drivers that kind of know each other and just want to go get some, um, some seat time or whatever. And there's in a lot of these races, I know when Edward Adams uh, driver that I do some work with Edward went to Indy in the fall uh, to run the road course with Champ Car, and I think there were 70, maybe 70, 72, something like that, cars on the track, all at the same time. So you're always either being passed or you're passing, and often it's both at the same time. So you, it the even though you, you would think um, that maybe this would be a lower level of competition, in reality, because of all the cars on the track, it's actually a much higher uh, level of competition while you're racing, you're you're uh, you're in traffic for a good share of the race. Yeah, and that was a there's a big strategy aspect of it too. If you're in one of the lower end cars and you're in a lower class vehicle, like I was in a few opportunities uh, this year to be in, there'll be lots of faster cars out there, but you'll still be you you might be able to out corner them. You might be a faster driver yourself. You still have the horsepower to keep up on the straightaways. So there's times where you almost want to you almost want to block the the lead cars coming up to lap you because there's been faster cars just so you don't get held up throughout the infield of a road course. So that's another really cool strategy aspect of it. If you're if you're one of the faster guys in the faster drivers in the series, so sometimes you have a slower guy in a faster car that you'd have to kind of compete with on the road course part of it, and then try to have as you smoothly on the straightaway so you both don't lose too much time. Now you also have been doing some coaching and instruction. Um, that's another interesting aspect of this type of racing is a lot of times, you know, we, we, this is where we start talking about track days and you can, you can take your own car a lot of times out um, on, you know, a course like Watkins Glen or wherever and, and do a track day. 
Um, or, you know, obviously there's opportunities to go and uh, get instruction with uh, a driver like yourself, who at 21 has made a pretty big name for himself uh, as a coach just because of the success you've had. Yeah, and the, the driving coaching stuff is another really fun part of, especially in endurance racing, since you're working with, it's in your best interest that your teammates are fast. So there's a lot of times where sharing data is really, really helps the team. Whereas in, as in open wheel racing or even NASCAR, sharing data doesn't necessarily help you as much having your teammates up front with you. Sometimes you're helping your competition more than you're helping yourself. And that's the cool part about endurance racing is you're really, it's a major team effort on making sure everyone's fast, making sure everyone's Everyone smooths everything. They're understanding the track as best as possible. So really, uh, it, it's a very technical type of racing, and it's uh, it's a real challenge for a lot of people to go and and do this sort of thing. And again, with a track day, you're basically lapping yourself is what you're doing. You're you're just racing the track and trying to better your your times and um, and and learn about driving cars. So uh, we're gonna. Uh, step aside here and we're going to send Jason off uh, back into the land of hold just for a moment because we've got to take a break. Um, but when we come back, we're going to have a, a conversation with Jason. Talk, we'll talk a little bit more about his own racing and try to kind of get more into the detail of what the differences are between some of these series and how, if there's anybody in our audience that wants to get started in this type of racing, um, you know, how do they do it? So we're going to uh, talk about that as well. This is the Lee Lap radio show presented by Victory Custom Trailers, and we will be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. <sighs> because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
as we do this show live uh, on this Monday night, a lot of uh, sports. This is a busy sports night. We've got the first night of the Chili Bowl going on out in Tulsa. That's where our Jacob Seelman is. And uh, Jacob will miss Thursday night's Motorsports Madness show because of that. But uh, we will be back here in the WSIC News Studio for Thursday Night Motorsports Madness, uh, brought to you by My Computer Career. Uh, I will be hosting the show and have a full group of hosts here. We will also have Casey Schmitz, a driver who's going to be making his first Chili Bowl start on Friday for uh, the Friday night portion of it, trying to qualify for Saturday. And uh, he'll be on the show on Thursday night. We've got Jason Riker here tonight. Uh, Jason, one of our favorite guests, he's out of uh, Las Vegas, and he is a top sports car racer. Um, I, I want to try to, again, for our audience, Jason, can you can you talk a little bit about, because there's all these series. I mean, I think we established that uh, World Racing League is actually the kind of the Xfinity series to uh, IMSA's Cup, if you want to go that way. But what are the differences between the Champ Car series, the Lucky Dog series, the NASA series, different series like that? What are the differences between the two for those who aren't really familiar? And is there an advantage to any one over the other um, for, say, somebody fairly new who's coming into that uh, type of racing? Yeah, the big advantage that you see in the World Racing League is there's a lot more professional teams, a lot more professional cars out there. So if you're if you're really interested in getting pro-level racing with pro-level drivers, the World Racing League has lots of good opportunities with that with lots of great teams with it. One of the cons of the pro, uh, World Racing League is the speed differential between a lot of the cars is very big. You'll see the GP4 cars versus the GTO cars. There's oh, a wow. huge speed gap on the straightaways especially. You'll have cars hitting 160 on the straightaway with cars that only hit 110. Wow. So you'll, you'll have big speed gaps between them. One thing about Lucky Dog, Champ Car, and the Lemon Series, all the cars are about equal. So you're racing with equal skilled cars, and the driver gets a little bit bigger in the Champ Car Series when you see a lot of pro-level guys get into that. You'll see that they have a huge advantage over some of the newer guys for the series, but the cars are more equal. So you still have a pretty big speed gap, but a lot of that's in the corners and not as much on the straightaways. So it sounds like then your 24 hours of uh, lemons, as you say it, and the um, uh, maybe the like the NASA series or whatever, those series are kind of equal. And then Champ Car is sort of the mid mid pack series, if you will. Um, is that is that kind of is that fair to, to say that or how does it break out? Yes, the, I'd say the Champ Car and the Lemon Series, they're about equal. Lemon does a lot more themed cars. You'll see cars like the Wiener Stitzel car would drive there every once in a while. So you have a little, you have some goofy cars that show up to the Lemons races. Whereas, I mean, there's one time I saw two Bonds of Yadda that were actually teammates, and they were Thing 1 and Thing 2, just as uh, Dr. Seuss characters. So you'll see some goofy stuff like that happen. Whereas in the NASA and uh, Champ Car Series, you have a lot less themed cars. The okay. NASA Series actually has similar cars to World Racing League, where there's a big performance gap between them. You have some Spectiatas out there, along with some Porsche GT3 cars that are pretty fast. The fact the same kind of thing World Racing League has. The fact that you said Wiener Schnitzel got you a bell. Um, that's kind of how this works. I control the bell, so when we have uh, a moment that I consider either to be funny or unique, and that was both, um, you, you get a bell. Um, so, if... If I want to go racing in that type of motorsports, if I want to get started, um, you know, running in a, I, I guess we would call them amateur, right? Road course uh, type series. Which one, like, how do I do it? If I've never raced anything before, how would you recommend? What do I do first? You know, what's kind of typical? What's the on-ramp into that kind of racing? The first thing I would do is I'd contact, I always believe the best series to start in is Champ Car. Okay. Lots of equal cars, and there's lots of new drivers in it, so it's, it's widely accepted that there'll be mistakes made on track, and it's very forgivable on that, in that series especially. So I would always recommend contacting the Champ Car series and then finding a team. Oftentimes, you'll find teams that do a lot of testing days to get a testing day in a car, and that you almost get more value on a testing day than you would racing the car. 
just because you have the car to yourself normally, you pay a set fee, and then you drive the car all day. So oh, instead of oh. getting, say, two hours per day on a race, you get one day, and it's literally a tracks over for six hours. So you can often run the car just six hours straight, really. Wow. <laughs> you know, taking a couple breaks here and there for fuel and everything. And you get a lot of value for your money on just track days, just full private testing days. So if you can find a team that's willing to do that in the Champ Car Series, that would be a really, really good way of doing it. Now, do you recommend the, I, I talked about, you know, the track day idea or lapping, lapping days, however you want to say it, with where you bring maybe your own car. If you've got a, you know, a BMW or some sort of car like that, that's more of a, you know, a, a speed oriented car. I don't know if you want to bring like a Chevy Cruze, but, um, you know, if you've got a car that's kind of a, more of a racing style car and you want to bring it um, and get some instruction do you recommend something like that, or, or would you rather recommend actually getting with a race team and doing the the practice day that way if you're just getting started and you want to get some experience? You know, with the racing team, oftentimes you'll have, a, you'll have the team owner who usually drives in that kind of car. So you'll have him be able to coach you. So you often can find driving with a race team will, will be more beneficial, okay. especially if you plan on driving for that team because then you'll get used to the car. You'll get used to the car that you're driving. If you do have your own car, I mean, any track time always helps. So if you have a personal car that you can take to a track day, it's better than not going to it, is how I'd say it. If you can get time on the track, you should always go for it. Now, how important is, for example, technique in terms of, like, heel-toe, how important is that to kind of have down before you actually go racing? Um and could you get some of that experience if you have a decent eye racing setup where you can kind of mess with that? I mean, again, how much, how important is it is really, I mean, that's, you know, you don't want to go into a test day and not have a clue how to, you know, shift or heel toe or anything like that. I mean, what, what do you recommend in terms of uh, technique that, that, that a driver would need to have before you go out and race? You know, it's a, it's a little controversial. You'll have some teams that say you absolutely have to heel toe every single time you shift. You have other teams that will say it's not necessary. It's better if you – and no one will tell you it's, it's better not to heel toe downshift. Right. But there are teams that, that will accept not doing it for you. It depends on the team you get on. It depends on the kind of driver consensus on it. Okay. There's The best way to learn heel toe downshifting for me, I bought myself a Mazda Miata to just take on track just to, just to get that technique down especially when a transmission on a Miata is a lot cheaper than any other car yeah. you'll buy. You know, you can get them on eBay for like 400 500 bucks to put in and replace. So it's better. It's, it's really good if you're trying to learn that technique specifically to get your own track car just because you can pick up a Miata for $2,000 and then learn, learn the car. You get track time with it and you'll learn the technique with it. But learning in a team car is, is okay to do. As long as you're taking it easy, it's best to take a few slow laps just to really get that technique down and actually sit in the car and practice the movement of moving your heel over to the gas pedal on the braking pedal. Or if you can do it where you put half your foot on the brake and then flip the other half of your foot on the gas to rev match the downshift. Contact is extremely discouraged in this form of racing. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. If you make contact... If you make contact in a champ car race, you're going to have to report to the pit lane if they see it. There are drivers. I always think it's best to it's best to come in if you make any sort of contact in that series, especially champ car, just because they're going to they'll, they'll normally see it, and oftentimes if you if you self report, they'll let you out faster. They'll take less <laughs> of a time penalty. So it's one of those things that you know it's a, it's a morality check too. If you if you feel okay with making contact and trying to trying to hide the fact you did it, you can oftentimes try to get away with it i always think it's best to err on the side of caution take the small penalty don't risk getting summoned to pit lane and then having them hold you for five minutes whereas sometimes you make if you make minor contacts i had a situation where someone bumped into the back of me i came in myself my my whole penalty was 10 seconds instead of the five minutes as the other guy did when he didn't report <laughs> so oftentimes you'll you, you can it, it's a judgment call on it on if you think you should come in or if you think you should stay out and risk the penalty. 
We've got some late model drivers here in the South that would spend more time on pit lane than they do actually on the racetrack competing, if that's the case. Um, okay. Well, you also, you also have to keep in mind, you're giving the car to your, to your teammates back. So if you're, if you're smashing into everyone, you're giving them an absolute just beat yeah. up car at the end of your end of your sin. No one's going to be happy with you on that one. No, it's, it's really a lot of fun. I mean, I, you know, I, I joke cause that's my job as the host, but it's really a lot of fun and it's a great uh, way to get some excellent car control experience and learn to be smooth. Cause that's really what road course racing is about. It's all about technique and, you know, in racecraft and, and pass timing. And that's, you know, pass timing is universal across the motorsport spectrum. Okay. So, um, what are your plans for 2021, Jason? Where I, I, It sounds like you're going to be spending a, a lot of time, maybe a full season again in the World Racing League. Talk about what your plans are as you know now. Yeah, as of now, I'm racing the Audi TCR for Hammer Motorsports. Really excited to get with that team. Our first race we're going to run is uh, March 5th through 7th at Barber. So I'm really excited to go to that track. I've already raced there a couple times. That was actually my first World Racing League win at that track, so I'm really excited to get back there. Hopefully, we continue the streak on it. But I'm really excited to get with that team. They're very professional, and Audi TCR car incredibly reliable, really fast on the track. So it's going to be a good year, I hope. And, of course, you can't do all this by yourself, Jason. So uh, talk about who helps you make it all happen. Yeah, Lucas Oil has been one of my big sponsors for years. Same thing with Forgotten Saints L.A., and they, those two companies have done done an absolute huge amount for me. Alpha Landscapes has also helped out throughout the years. So it's been, without sponsors, I definitely couldn't have been doing all this stuff. Okay, so we've got to step aside. Don't go anywhere, Jason. We're gonna we're gonna just uh, put Jason back in hold, and we're gonna come around the corner with him and uh, do a little bit of uh, five questions here with with Jason Reichert. So uh, we'll be back with the rest of the League Lap Show presented by Victory Custom Trailers right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. 
When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Lead Lap Radio rolls on. This is actually our white flag slash checkered flag segment, uh, the final segment of tonight's show. And again, for those of you who have um, tuned in at 7 o'clock, you're now getting the inside pass for an hour and then lead lap for an hour twice the fun on Monday nights. Uh, we basically took an hour off of this show and brought the inside pass in. Um, kind of an around the horn style rapid fire debate show with a bunch of us hosts. And uh, Noah Lewis beat me by a point today um, in uh, our first inside pass uh, debate for 2021. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. And Peter Strada uh, also along for the ride, along with host Randy Miller. So make sure you tune in at 7 o'clock every Monday night for the inside pass. And then we go to this show at eight o'clock. This show brought to you by victory custom trailers, victory custom trailers, of course, uh, based in Michigan, but they'll ship a trailer anywhere, uh, even outside the continental U S. So if you're listening to us somewhere in the world, that isn't the United States and you need a trailer for any reason whatsoever, whether it's motorsports related or not, they have got all kinds trailers for all uses, all purposes, new and used, over 200 new and used trailers in stock. But their specialty is custom trailers. And they're so good at it and so confident in their abilities to produce exactly what you want that they put a button on their website. You just click the button up at the top of the site and you can design your own trailer right on their website. Victory Custom Trailers.com. Make sure you think about if you want to go to Victory Lane, you got to do it with a Victory Custom Trailer. And uh, make sure you think about them first when you're uh, looking for a new trailer or transporter. Um, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. We appreciate their support. And uh, we've got Jason Reichert still with us out of uh, Las Vegas. And uh, we're going to do a little rapid fire with uh, Jason here. Jason's 21 and is a 15 time. Motorsports champion. We've enjoyed talking with him tonight about uh, his open wheel stuff, along with a lot of conversation about um, amateur road course racing. And again, if you missed uh, part or all of it, you can just uh, search and follow Race Chaser Radio on any major podcast platform. This show will be posted tomorrow, streaming live on demand whenever you would like to listen to it. Okay, Jason Reichert, here we go. First answer that comes to mind. If there was a sandwich called the Jason Reichert sandwich, what's on it? Oh, God, that's a tough one. Um, I'm actually going to go pretty basic on this one. It's going to be a hamburger, cheese, and then Thousand Island uh, sauce on it. He gets a buzzer for not saying saying bacon. How can you not put <laughs> bacon on a burger? Oh, jeez. What's wrong with you? Man, oh man! That was bad critical decisions on my part. Yeah, that's uh, that is that's <laughs> like uh, you're you're going to pit lane for a thirty second penalty for that one. Okay, um, I take it five minutes. <laughs> it's, it's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay, if there were three apps and only three apps that you could keep on your phone, what are the three apps you are keeping? Um, I'm going to go with mobile banking. That way, I can just see what's going on with my bank account. Then I guess Instagram and uh, Facebook, I guess. It's two social media apps and just my basic utility. I guess that's it. I'm going to give him a ding yeah. for that because he's like the that. first driver that's ever went practical yeah. with, like, the mobile banking thing. All these other guys and girls that we bring in here, they're all doing the social media stuff or Angry Birds or whatever. And Jason, very first thing he thinks about is the money. See? Yeah, you got to have money to go racing. That he... shows you the maturity of this guy. That's why he has all those sponsors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how this works. Okay, so question number three. Favorite kind of music? 
Um, I like alternative rock music. Um, nothing too crazy, just uh, kind of relaxing stuff normally. So, example of a group or two that you like? Um, God, I'm, trying, I'm drawing a blank on this. Uh, Yellow Card's always been my favorite band. They're a little bit older. They're discontinued now. It's kind of the music I grew up listening to when I was eight, nine years old. And, God, now I'm trying to think. Um, I like Panic at the Disco. They're a local band from Vegas that now made it pretty big, so I like those guys, too. Okay, if Jason Reichert could not be a race car driver or be involved in the sport at all, what does Jason Reichert do with his life? Oh, that's that's tough. I've always I've always had a um, I've actually weird uh, a weird little weird answer. I'd like to actually be a chef. I do enjoy cooking a little bit, and I'd like to I'd like to be good at that. Just make sure you put bacon on the burgers, okay? I mean, let's just uh, let's let's throw that back in there again, okay? And finally, if you could be stranded on an island with one book and only one book that you have to read for the rest of your life, what book is it? One book I have to read for the rest of my life. Um, I'm going to go with a Tom Clancy military book that I haven't read yet. I haven't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But I'm going to go with a, a long military book. I know it's going to be a long time. If that's the rest, the last thing I get to read. See, I'm going to give myself a buzzer here because I thought, sure, you were going to go straight for the Bible, and because uh, I know how faithful you oh, are. Oh, Um, You know so well, Tom. No, I didn't think of that. I, I messed that up. We'll, we'll I, just. Can I change my answer now? Yeah, we'll just give you uh, the 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 question this way. Besides the Bible, if you had one book. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that that was fun. You did a nice job on the Fast Five. Fun to have you on tonight, uh, Jason. We appreciate you uh, taking the time. If fans want to follow you um, on social media, how do they do it? Oh, uh, yeah. My my uh, my name is Jason Riker. My last name is spelled R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can check out my YouTube channel. I post some of my driving up on there. And then I post stuff on Instagram and Facebook all the time. Do you have a website, sir? Yes, jasonreichert.net. Jasonreichert.net, R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T, jasonreichert.net. Great job, Jason. Always appreciate having you on. We'll get you back on again after uh, you get uh, into your season a little bit and uh, talk to you some more. That is Jason Reichert. We appreciate him being on. And uh, James, again, um, always a... uh, a fun opportunity to feature a driver here on League Lap, but this has been a wicked sports night. I mean, if you're if you're just um, joining us, uh, we we always do these shows live on Monday nights, um, and tonight we've not only got uh, the Chili Bowl going on, but we've got the championship game in college football, which I think is still tied up at seven right now with Ohio State and Alabama. Um, always a, a lot of fun when we have so much going on here because we. We kind of tend to multitask and try and keep track of everything. And James has been keeping an eye on the game for us while um, he's producing the show. Well, I have to focus on, obviously, the content of the show. But uh, we'll get back to some race talk here with James. First of all, um, for those who don't know James, we he's worked with us now going into his second year. And James uh, graduated from the Carolina School of Broadcasting, but has been working in the sport for quite a while Um in various roles, uh, car team related, um, most recently this past year for uh, what? How, what six years? Yeah, six years. Six I was years with the Levine Family Racing, um, and of course now that team no more. Unfortunately, uh, what's the latest word on your job prospects, sir? Uh, I've had a couple of interviews. I've sat down and talked to a couple of companies, and they seem interested. Uh, hoping to hear something by the end of the week and have some good news for you guys next week, maybe even Thursday. By companies, he means race teams. Yes, just for all of yes. you. <laughs> I just call them companies, um, yeah. but yes, race teams. Well, they are companies. Yes. That's really yep. the truth uh, at this level. Um, so that's good. We're happy to uh, hear that you've got some things maybe going on here. And uh, uh, if there are any team owners listening or crew chiefs listening to this show and you need an addition um, to your team and you want somebody who is hardworking and dedicated and committed and a great team player, we could not recommend Red more highly. So uh, let us know and reach out. And, oh, by the way, I also want to get this nugget in, too. Nick Moncher, who has been uh, James's replacement a number of times when James has had to be gone. Nick uh, comes in and produces, but also he brings all of the – he's been with Venturini Motorsports now for a bit, and uh, this past year we had a great time with him with 
um, all of the various drivers that they had. Nick is now uh, in a different position in the sport. He's working uh, for Eric Lawson at the Racing Warehouse, and uh, that's a great opportunity for him. And while we were doing this show, Nick has been, if you know anything about the Racing Warehouse, uh, and if not, you should, just look him up online, um, they do auctions. Uh, they, it's it, Racing Warehouse of Memorabilia, easy for me to say. Um, they uh, uh, memorabilia outfit, and you can get some awesome uh, motorsports memorabilia there, uh, die casts and all kinds of uh, parts and bodies and jackets. And I mean, I just way too much to, to talk about. Um, they do online auctions and Nick was going to host his first uh, couple of auctions tonight. So I hope he's practiced uh, for his auctioneer role that he's playing. We're going to try to get Nick and Eric into one of these shows upcoming. Uh, and that should be a lot of fun. So I wanted to pass that along because we're big fans of the racing warehouse here. And uh, we're also big fans of Nick Moncher and uh, Nick's been a great friend to us at race chaser radio. So happy for him to get that opportunity he gets him off the road, which is yeah. the biggest reason that he uh, decided to take that position when it was offered. It's, um, and you know, oh, I yourself, that. Red, uh, I think that's going to be a great opportunity for him. I mean, he knows how to brand, uh, race cars and this yeah. company here is just getting started up and real. I mean, they've been going for a while, but yeah. they're really starting to explode. They are. They really are. Yep. And put, putting a guy like Nick on your team, um, it's really going to help you explode that much more because he understands the marketability on how to make that stuff sell and increase and get in touch with those people because he already has the contacts to bring stuff in through the door to help this company. So I think Nick's going to be a great addition to that team. Yeah, I really do. I, you know, it's uh, again, it's a very different role for him. He, he does really well with social media. He's having a lot of fun with it. Uh, and so uh, looking forward to seeing what develops from that situation there with uh, Nick and uh, Eric together at the uh, racing warehouse, that should be a lot of fun. And again, we're going to try to get both of them in, to do a show because uh, they both can tell some good stories. And Nick's a whole lot of fun when you get him where he's just got a microphone in front of him instead of uh, having to produce. Who so. knows? We might be able to get him to do a, a quickie auction while on the show with us. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if you get him to do a quickie auction, get him to draw people over here and say, hey, listen to the show. Maybe we could get him in on a Thursday and uh, we could auction off Jacob Seelman. Yeah, that's fine with me. Let's do it. No, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> auction off. <laughs> Sell them to the highest bidder. <laughs> this is what you get, Jacob, when you go off to the Chili Bowl and leave us here to do shows. Uh, you get auctioned off. So, uh, yeah, that's, that'll, that, that'll be uh, a good time when we get those guys in. Okay. So, you know, we've had a lot of stuff. Obviously, the preseason is almost over, James. I mean, you're, I know that you're still kind of looking for your next great opportunity uh, as far as team aspect goes but you know where the teams are at this point i mean there's you know there's a month before yep. daytona what's going on in the shops right now right now in the shops you're doing your final prep work i mean your daytona car is about to roll into the shop so you're getting ready for that so right now you're doing all the off-season finishing up stuff you're getting the pit boxes ready you're getting the toolboxes restocked you're painting if you want to paint you're getting the shop exactly how you want it for next year. If you're moving stuff around, it's getting set in its spot that it's usually going to set for most of that year now. You're getting everything to where you like it and ready. You're starting to order your stuff in that you know you're going to need for that year in bulk. If you need certain things that you know you buy in bulk that's cheaper, you're starting to get that stuff ready. And it's just getting ready for that first race. You're getting haulers wrapped. You're figuring out what the sponsors are. You're getting fire suits ready, and that's the upfront people. You're getting all that stuff ready because Daytona's uh, last time I heard it was 43 days away, and I know it's under that now, so yeah. it's probably close to 40. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know about a month and a week or so, roughly um, five weeks somewhere in there. And uh, this being a lame duck year last year for these these cars that we're running now before bringing the new cars in, how's that going to change the racing or the competition? Do you think? I mean, what's different this year being that situation? I don't think it's going to change much. I really don't. I think. Um, there's still going to be those cars that are really, really fast, and I think you're still going to have your guys that are toward the back of the field like normal. Uh, but I think the racing is still going to be the exact same way that it was. I think the point that you're really going to notice the fall off is once the chase comes in. The ones who make the chase and don't, I think, is when you'll notice the fall off. That's my opinion because um, you're going to try to start saving money at that point. You're not racing for a championship anymore, so you might consider saving a little bit of money here and there if it's possible. So I think it'd be later in the year before you see anything, if you do. 
I think you could see more aggression on the track because you don't need yeah. this inventory yeah, after think, this year. I agree with you 100%. I think yeah. there's going to be a lot of people out there that are racing really tough this year. Yeah, it like, could be. It's going to be fun to watch for sure. Checkers and Wreckers style uh, racing as we get later into the season especially. It should be uh, – the playoffs should be really, really uh, fever pitch this year, I think, because the last year for the cars, you're not bringing it back. So if we crash – Oh, well, we're going to win. That's it. We're done with Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Thanks to mycomputercareers.edu as well. I'm Tom Baker. See you next Monday night on Lead Lap Radio. Bye. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio, powered by Victory Custom Trailers, the leaders in custom trailer sales and service. Design your own custom trailer at victorycustomtrailers.com. Lead Lap Radio is a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.